Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm going ahead. Go ahead. Hi, everybody. Hey. This is Brian and Ira from Two Faces Radio. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors before we start this podcast. Yes, let's shout it out. We've got Soundwave merch. Um, If you want some high-quality T-shirts for your band or your brand and you don't want to pay high-quality prices with their own in-house facilities, very reasonable to go to Soundwave merch and get some great T-shirts for whatever your needs are. They can do it all. Design, T-shirts, everything. So get your Two Faces Radio T-shirt there, soundwavemerch.com. Also, Sangfroid Web Design. In the age of technology, your website is perhaps the most crucial statement that your company can make. At Sangfroid Web Design, we understand the importance of creating a professional web presence at a reasonable price. Love reasonable That's prices. most important. And we specialize in working with a small business owner to accomplish this goal. So visit our, uh, that site today for a free quote. That's uh, www.sangfroidwebdesign.com, which you can find on our homepage. And as always... Save Save it for for the the show. show. Hey, this is Kevin Kitty from Driving to Crime. And in case you didn't know it, you're listening to Two Faces Radio. Right here on your TV typewriter. Boutique uh, burger place. A place has to have two names. I can't go to some place that has <laughs> slice, <laughs> no flip, share. No, I can't do that. I gotta have McDonald's. You gotta have some plurality. McDonald's is a one word. McDonald's <laughs> is a name. I'll McDonald's. take a name, but I won't take like an action. Oh. <laughs> I don't need no a, action. I don't need adverbs. <laughs> flip. So eats would be okay, but eat is just right out. Yeah, that's eats right. is good. Eats is fine. Because that's, that's like a thing you're doing. It's like, hey, that's eats. So. All right. Can everybody hear everything okay? Uh, yeah, I can hear. Yeah. Yeah. Headphones are fine. Headphones are great. I also won't eat anywhere where somebody has come off of a reality chef show has opened it. or. Well, that's flip. Any. Is that flip? Well, right. yeah, but two in one. Well, Wait, who, who from the show? The guy open flip? Yeah, yeah. His Not name that was, big redheaded dude. No, no, no. It was it was uh, previous years. Okay. Uh, Richard Blaze, the guy's name is. Blaze. I think he's been on our show. Really? It's, he it's, it's like the weird burgers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like okay, yeah, yeah, really wacky shit. But they're just normal burgers are actually really freaking good. Cost a hundred dollars probably. Well, not too bad. They're like nine bucks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can get nine <laughs> double cheeseburgers <laughs> for that price. <laughs> I mean, not that double cheeseburgers are good for you, but I mean, you could go to a store right, well, buy some ground beef. I mean, listen, yeah. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> what? There is something. Have you, you just know, not heard of checkers? My <laughs> <laughs> That's one word. My brother-in-law is a uh, is a head chef at Union Square Cafe in New York City. It's like a top restaurant in New York City. And when he was in culinary school, they studied McDonald's because there's something to the consistency. I mean, you can go to California, New York, Canada, whatever. You know exactly what uh, you're going to get. And that's pretty incredible because there's a lot of restaurants that day to day, week to week cannot do it it, consistently like that. And a lot of chain restaurants can't do it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I don't feel guilty about eating at McDonald's. I know I'm supposed to, but I don't. When I was a kid... I would be in the back seat of the car, and I would see that sign, and I would just be praying, like, 
come on, Dad, come on, come on, come on, turn it, turn it, turn it, come on, turn it. And like three times a year, three times a year it would actually happen, you know, and it would be like fucking Christmas. So McDonald's is in blazing. Well, the reason that I brought up Flip is because you brought up milkshakes, and at Flip they have these wacky milkshakes too. That's what I'm thinking. And they'll take, they have a Krispy Kreme milkshake where they take two Krispy Kreme. They serve that with actual cracker. donuts <laughs> and blend them up, and put, so that might upset your stomach <laughs> a little. <laughs> you know, but they, they blend them up in the shake. Yes, yeah. is that a special donuts. McDonald's milkshake, or is it just a standard? No, it's yeah, too, that's too early for the that's green. A little look. slice of heaven, right there. Yeah. Are you the a Krispy vanilla Kreme or a chocolate man? That looks like vanilla. I'm vanilla milkshakes, cheese pizzas. I'm very simple. Simple man, nice. I'll tell you, Chick Fil A's got a good. Milkshake, and they do that. Uh, yeah, the Oreo one. Well, yeah, that right now the, around the holidays. Oof. This is what we're talking about. Milkshakes. Well, what? Hey, don't, listen. You know, I found out a long time ago. All that matters is that it's interesting, no matter what it is. Yeah, That's no, true. It, that that is a good <laughs> rule. I'm not follow. saying this is interesting. I was just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> if we were, if we were actually <laughs> in an interesting <laughs> conversation, <laughs> those rules would apply. <laughs> that, those rules were this work. interesting. Uh, anyhow, all right. Um, do you want to start? Yeah, start it up. I mean, I'm we, ready. We kind of have started. I know, we've been started. I've been recording. Of course you have. Um, Ooh, that's a cool piece of co- I want that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, if I had that last time you were here. No, but you didn't. It's great. Even the uh, the mics do pretty well. So, And you can put mics in, right? I could go. Yeah. I could push it into well, a sound. I could get a sound Yeah, I'm going oh, out straight of it. Right. Ira's got himself prepared I got today. a line in. Oh, yeah. Boy, what is that? <laughs> He's got my bullshit tickets. Well, yeah, I was cleaning up, and I, I made them <laughs> a little more prominent so I could just maybe even point to them. You, listen, oh, is this, we, are these for rat holes or something? No, it's these like when are you're going for, down. Or no, when when, you, when he starts going on a... Digressing or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. just going on too long. He okay. tends to get digress. To the, i got to get to the point better. Working on it. Get you must have had something when you started doing radio, like really started doing it, where you would listen back to the shows, or you would just think about the show afterwards and thought I've got to change this yeah yeah, yeah but it was up for me Wanna it's always share? been well it's, <laughs> well it's always been the same thing is I got to the point where my stomach I could feel my stomach I don't know it's a weird thing but if right. my stomach feels good I know that it's going well my stomach doesn't feel good then I know that there's something wrong and so then I can go back and think about it and go well yeah you know you didn't you want to stay on point right but you also want to be able to go down the little traps that are fun right yeah. but you got to bring it back it's like you guys are musicians it's like taking a solo you want to take yeah. that solo and you want to do everything you can with it but there's a certain point where that becomes destructive to everything to getting back into the yeah. rhythm of the thing I mean, you always if have your to be able e string is a little bit out of tune and you know it that's gonna fuck you up you can't swim too it's, far you know you always funny. gotta be able to see shore <laughs> and you always gotta be able to get back to the shore <laughs> It's funny because I've always been willing to cut a solo short. Yet <laughs> I, I can't seem to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a natural born musician. This is taking some time. That's right. all. You know what? Learn something from your own solos. I will. Yeah. How about that? But for now, we have the bullshit tickets. <laughs> hey, the first step in changing your uh, behavior is, is recognizing to that there's a exactly. problem. Thank you. <laughs> Are you guys still playing? Oh, I should. I what? You should start. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's let's just okay. get the the formality stuff out of the way. What right, number? Let's do it. Is this fifty? This is number fifty, baby. Holy sh! Episode shite. number fifty. Holy! Well, yeah. congratulations to us. Thank you. We made fifty. Yeah. Congratulations to us. <laughs> where's the, where's your cake? Um, end of the year wrap up, two thousand ten. That's it. Here right? we are. That's kind of spontaneous. Here for. Uh, Are you guys consistent enough that you could say that 50 means that it's been two years? It would be 20, no. 25 no. per year? Oh, no, it's been, oh, no. Yeah, it's yeah, been more. Can. 
It's been uh, it's been more per year because it's only been a year and a half. Yeah. Been, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, and, the, and the, I did stupid shit like there was podcasts that I didn't label with a number because they were bonus podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, so they don't count. Do do they or don't they? I don't uh, know. That's well, they're not official, but you have those as the DVD right. extras. And so then we have some two parters. They're going to be included in the box. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We have two parters. <laughs> like we both of yours were two parts because yeah, we talked forever. Yeah, but it was the same episode. Right. You know, so. I don't Part know. Two. No, that doesn't count. So we did like Steve Gorman was for he was episode forty nine, but he came out in two parts on two yes. separate days. Yes. So it was right. yes, it was two for the price of one, is what it was. Look at the bullshit thing already. <laughs> so it was a forty nine or 50. did I ramble? We're over explaining. <laughs> everybody it's knew so what we were talking about every, about a minute that was ago. For everybody, I see. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> well, anyway, welcome back. Thing. Happy holidays. Happy New Year to everybody, all our listeners, <laughs> and uh, incidentally, all of the. Regular Guys Show listeners, too, because we have Eric Von Hessler here is, is sitting to my right from the Regular Guys Show. Yeah, we're happy had, to be here. We Rock. had a great spike after the first, uh, after your first appearance. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. I think the last time I was here, I was here during Christmas holidays. Yeah, I fucked yeah. up. Yeah, it didn't really help and out. I yeah, fucked I up again. Because yeah. <laughs> no, we're coming to the end of it. This will still be up by the time I get it. I'm back on Monday, right? This will uh, still oh, are be you back the, on Monday? Yeah. Okay. How was my spike? You're huge. <laughs> every time on. Tim's every here. Every time you're on. Every time Turbo <laughs> yeah. Tim Butler is on. Turbo huge. Tim Butler. It's all about the spike. <laughs> um, Turbo Tim Butler is hey. our third Turbo, face. Turbo Tim, where did you come up with that? What, what <laughs> I'll tell you how we I'll came up exactly with that. I'll tell you exactly how we came up with that. It was funny as shit because it happened last week. Wait, is that a real name? Yeah, yeah you're, now, your, you're now uh, Turbo Tim Butler. I, um, okay. I texted Ira something, and as usual, I don't have my glasses when I'm texting because I'm usually doing something else. Yeah. And so and you know uh, how iPhone corrects, corrects everything you? for you? Yeah. yeah. So it changed Timbo, which we usually call you, to Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> to Turbo. Randomly. So, so, so. Brian yeah. sent me a text saying, have you talked to Turbo? <laughs> or something like that. Do you realize how close I was to having the nickname of Turd Boy? <laughs> <laughs> Of call, course. You can call Steve Jobs and thank I, I was about to say, according to Apple, yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, in the studio today, of course, uh, as usual, Brian and I, uh, and Turbo Tim Butler and Eric Von Hessler. So, Do you have uh, a name for the studio? Does it have a... Uh, you know, um, like, uh, some people have called should. it the Batcave. Yeah. Right. Because it's not easy to find. not easy to find, yeah. And we have blindfolded a couple of Well, you people are back too. here in this thing. I think what I... Love when I come in here because it's like a whole security apparatus. I mean, it's really tough to get in. You have to wait for somebody else to leave. Yeah. It takes the gate nine minutes to close. I, but, right. So I just come on through there. But I love the fact that the speed limit is not, it's not 10 miles an hour. <laughs> somebody, nine. Somebody, somebody figured this the, out. Yeah, somebody yeah. took the time. It's yeah. some sort of scientific way to figure out it's nine the, miles per the, hour. The incline right. of the <laughs> slope and <laughs> the average car hey, engine. Hey, don't you laugh. I got stopped one day. I was doing 11. <laughs> you yourself. It's so funny that you. You say that about the fa- the gate though because I I said to Ira last time we were in here I said you know I try to do the right thing every single time I'm on my way Which over here stupid. and I s- send him what's the code you know I'm always prepared to well, right. change the code. the code up every month and then so. every time I come in somebody's coming out and <laughs> well, I yeah like what's and the, the point of this thing yeah. I never know what to do in those situations is the proper thing to sit there let it, let close, it close no and then do no, it because not, there's no. a guy behind me no. and he's just gonna look at me like I'm an idiot right, right. he's gonna honk so, at you yeah. but Listen, I'll tell you what I'll tell you, you what, made a what, list of right and wrongs. That would probably be on the. That would be the correct thing to do list. Well, but it'd be way it would down be courteous. the correct yeah. thing to do list. You know, courteous to who though? I don't. Know. <laughs> really, there could be some security person who's really gung ho. Right. Well, and to the building's credit, at night they do have an actual security guy sitting in the 
thing. I think he comes I'm in sure like around I'm six. I'm sure he's 24 years old, just got off a football team. And, and, and I'm, sure he's a, I'm sure he's awake. <laughs> Wait, Very alert. Night. Oh, Speaking of football team, remind me to tell you a story. In it, if in he it. is 24 and just off a football team, he's probably busy getting a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't care who's going in or out. Anyways. Anyways. Every security guard I see is older than Charlie Watts. I, mean, like, <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do when the shit comes down. Right. Every time I think of a little security guy in a booth, I think of the scene in Fargo where Steve Buscemi is coming yeah. back out, you right. know, and he's like, come on, man, I just, I decided not to park here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's like, you're still going to have to pay $5. There you go. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> the next thing you come out, he blows them away. You know? Older than Charlie Watts. Hey, you know what, though? What? Charlie Watts, every time, you know, you go see the Stones or you see a concert on TV or something, tune like can't you hear me knocking comes up and you think he's never going to be able to keep up with this you know <laughs> no, and doesn't. sure enough he shows up for the it's great to watch them live because they he conserves his energy better than anybody i mean he oh, gives yeah. oh, he yeah. gives every zero movement everything it ever had but he did he, nothing outside of that nothing. and i love the moment where there's <laughs> always economically in, <laughs> <laughs> in the stadiums they always have that thing where they do a they go out to the middle of the place and do like an acoustic yeah. type of set oh, yeah. and charlie man he's always the, he takes the leisurely walk <laughs> It's like he's got a little windbreaker on. He's in a parade. <laughs> he's like yeah. walk, slowly walks down. He looks like <laughs> Mr. Rogers. Doing <laughs> he does. Next he year he's going to be on a scooter. He's going to take the sweater off, change his shirt. But you I know. think he's like three or four years older than the other guys. And Wyman, at, I think, was least, older. Was the oldest. Oh really? So, yeah. Some really? of those guys yeah, were like in the seventies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I think move your mic up just a little bit. We'll just move it up. Well, he's always had that thing too, where he. There he go. looked older. Yeah. It's like Willie Nelson. Like the You're the good. rest of the guys he hung out with, like Chris Christopherson and Waylon Jennings and all those guys. He he was really like the same age, but it yeah. just took them all those years to start looking yeah. the same age. And now and he's just always just stays the same. Like right now he's he's looked the same for the last. You can't 50 say years. oh he looks terrible. He looks <laughs> just like he did in 1988. <laughs> exactly. Right. Willie's been 70 for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you know I've never seen Willie live. Really? It's amazing to me. You know what? I, I haven't either. I, I, I mean, I know people who've seen, who see Willie Nelson the yeah. way that people saw the dead or whatever. I mean, it's supposed to be unbelievable. But I, I've life. never been a big Willie fan, though. No, I've got to say, I saw him on, I've seen him on television. I've yeah. seen, I've seen yeah. shows, and he's pretty amazing. He surprises you with his guitar oh, work. his guitar playing is yeah. He really crazy stands out. Yeah. But yeah. keep in mind, I'm a big vocals guy, you know? I mean, it works. I mean, it's, you don't like Willie's vocals. I mean, they're, it's like saying you don't like. Uh, I mean, I don't Arm, need, well, Louis Armstrong's. I don't need to have Chris yeah. Cornell or anything, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, vocals are a funny thing, and, and we're not going there. But vocals oh, yeah. are a funny thing. It's all about. It's all about just what you know. Do you like it or do you not? Sometimes. Well, I mean, nobody's going to claim that Bob Dylan has a right. great range. But I don't want to hear anybody else. Technique, but you know, the thing is, like, people I don't love wanna, him. I don't go out and buy like a, a tribute to Bob Dylan. I hate those albums where somebody right. else sings their heroes' songs because right. it just makes me want to hear. I mean, I want to hear Bob Dylan sing yeah. Bob Dylan songs. I think it works in a Bob. Like uh, think of like Smashing Pumpkins. I mean, that guy doesn't have a great voice, but yeah. for those songs, you know, the world is a vampire. Right. That shitty, well, and that was a lot of effects too. That shitty voice works on that. You know, I mean, I haven't seen them live. He may be worse even than on the. Uh, Speaking of Billy Corgan, did you hear about his Gish guitar getting stolen? No, but somebody no. stole, I think, the guitar that he used to pl- to record a lot of uh, the really? album Gish, which yeah. is you know like their first. That was kind of like the underground. Then the next well, one was don't huge. Talk, don't talk to him about gear getting stolen because he's got. He's got a whole thing documented about that. Yeah, that's true. The film that's that. true. Yeah. That's true. All right, so so there's a lot that we could get into, but I I did tell you for a second that I wanted to tell my 
kind of football story, and this and this happened just last night. I you got playing, a football story? Well, sort of. This I I played blind. You no, know, hold on a second. What? He told you to remind him of the football story. It amazes me that he you've forgotten t- already. He for- that he had a football story. He forgot to tell me. Did you forget to tell me anything about a football story? I did not earlier. I was on it. It was. It's on tape. Rewind the tape. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was yeah, right here. Yes. Tell oh, us about geez. your football. Let's, let's go back. Well, uh, now, you, now you guys built it up too Now there's much, a pro I, right there. I told Turbo <laughs> the story already. All right. <laughs> Turbo. So we thought Turbo I like, I like we Turd like, Boy better, actually. <laughs> we like Turbo because it's one of those ironic nicknames because, you know, it's right. like... Are they saying you're lazy? What are you saying? No, it's just he's mean? got the nice, let's slow, just say he, he and Charlie Watts kind of have a similar... Demeanor. Hey, they yeah. don't want to waste energy. There's nothing could, wrong with it that. Could be worse. It could, it could be. Everybody talks about conservation, but very few people actually practice it right. in life. I was built for comfort, not for speed. <laughs> right. To quote Helen Wolf, I'm pacing myself. <laughs> Hence your ironic nickname now, Turbo. Um, I'm Tiny Tim. I'm playing Blind <laughs> Willies last night. And Where? B- uh, Blind Willies, okay. uh, Blues Club. <clears throat> and uh, by the way, I got a band boost. Oh, no, really? Yeah, Dave nice. Roth sat in. That's nice. Uh, so, you know, there was this couple, a nice couple, oh, uh, sitting right by the stage, you know, pretty much the whole night, really digging the show. Yeah. And then they start to leave during the end of the second set, you know, and uh, the guy comes up to the stage, and we're in the middle of a set, and the place was actually pretty packed last night. Yeah. And uh, he goes, hey, can I take a picture with you guys? And, you know, I don't care. I'm like, yeah, yeah, come up, <laughs> come on up on the stage, you know. <laughs> so his wife leans in. And uh, she goes, he plays for the Giants. Oh, wow. And I said, oh, really? And then, yes, yeah, he walked up on the stage, saw a big, fat Super Bowl ring. Nice. So plays or played? I th- well, plays because I, well, all right. So he, he walks up, you know, and he, uh, we're all, si- we all sit down when we play. This is a blues show, you know. And uh, so he sits on my chair <laughs> with, with, with you, me and puts, his, <laughs> puts his arm around me, and his wife is what out there. What do you there. want for Christmas, little boy? It, well, it was so funny. You know, he was like so happy. Yeah. <laughs> and like uh, normally, people are probably trying to get pictures with him. You know, right? And right. I don't even know who the guy is because I'm not even a big football. Well, you didn't guy. Even ask his name. If his last well, name. so his wife leans in, or girlfriend, or whatever she wants. She goes, "His name is," and I didn't get it, but it. Uh, she said something, Bradshaw. And you know this is a oh. black guy, so oh no, that's oh yeah, sure. no, it's uh, yeah. That Bradshaw, he's a running back. He's a running back for the Giants. Giants. Yeah. Ahmad Bradshaw. Ahmad Bradshaw. Yeah, that's yeah, right. he's there. A you big go. Dude. So it was he's him. And uh, well, so wow. this is the funniest part. So funny uh, thing is, he's not that big a guy for a football. No, player. he wasn't. You know what I mean? So, so I didn't. You know, I was like, really? Because I didn't. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would. A lot of times, those runners they have low center of gravity. Yeah, they're definitely better. Yeah. Just like yeah. bullet through there. But he seems so happy. He's like, take another one. Take another one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sitting up there, and we're in the middle of a set. Right. You know? Yeah. And it, it was funny as shit. Now, so, then after that, go ahead. Let me I'll let you finish. Well, your story. okay. So the best part of the story is my drummer uh, Bob is from Wisconsin. The one night I've never seen him wear it before. He's wearing a Green Bay Packers shirt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you know, I don't follow footballs, right. but apparently. They, they put just, a beating on him. They just recently. put a beating on him. Yeah. Just when, when was this that you were doing this? Last, Last night. night. Yeah, yeah, that was Sunday. That was was it Sunday or Monday? Was it Sunday or Monday night? No, it was, it was the it last was, game they yeah, played. Either Sunday yeah. night or Monday night. Yeah. So, of course, Ahmad gets up and looks back at my drummer. <laughs> and he goes, oh, man. <laughs> and he goes, we need to talk about that T-shirt. And I was like, oh, great. 
<laughs> right. So I'm going to have a big brawl in the middle, on stage in the middle of my uh, That's And uh, I said into the mic, I said, Bob, I told you not to wear that shirt tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> told you we were Giants fans tonight. That's, that's right. That's great, man. So, yeah, I mean, I that's cool. So as soon as we finished the set, I looked up on my iPhone. You know, just, So he was wearing a Super Bowl ring? Yeah. I, yeah so it was must, a huge ring. Well, yeah, it would be. It's just a couple years ago, right? They won they beat yeah. New England. And if but you I'm had a Super Bowl ago. ring, wouldn't you wear it everywhere? <gasps> I'd wear it in the show. Oh, I would. Oh. Yeah. I'd wear it. I'd make a hat out of it. I'd wear a t-shirt that says, ask me about my Super Bowl ring. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So that was my... What was that? You want to see my Super Bowl ring? I didn't say... Oh, oh, this Super Bowl ring? (laughs) (laughs) So he must live live around here or be dating somebody from around here to be here in the middle of the week, I think. I guess. Well, then... uh, They're still in the mix. The Holiday Brothers. They have a game this week, right? Yeah. Holiday Brothers were out last night. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to Jake afterwards. Is that a band? That's a band, oh, yeah. that's a good name. Um, well, they're, they're it's three the brothers. Is their name, last name Holiday? Jake last Holiday, name is Holiday, Holiday and... Um, All right, it's uh, not actually, as original actually, as I thought, but it's still a good name. Hey, they're lucky they <laughs> have that last name. You know? What's the third Holiday? It's just Holiday? Like a party time. Jake, Art, and... Um, Adam. Adam, right. Yeah, it's keyboardist. Uh, well, and, and Jake was like, yeah, he's like, you know, I've seen them before. I think they just really dig blues, and they've been out to our shows mm-hmm. before, too. That's cool. It's Maybe cool, he, he might live around here. I mean, they might, you know, a lot of people. Heinz Ward lives in yeah. Smyrna, yeah, or Mableton. I don't know what it's. A lot of athletes spot, live in the Atlanta area. Yeah, yeah. time. So why not? Hey, it's a good party town for young athletes. So, no, well, it's a good place. It's not <laughs> as dangerous as Miami. You don't get it. It's not. <laughs> well, I guess no, no. I don't mean that kind of dangerous. I think like for an athlete, I think you can find so a little more normalcy. In the Atlanta area, I think if you're down yeah, in Florida, right. you get in some of those cities. Then it's just craziness all the time, all the time, everywhere. Yeah, I'm probably wrong about that. It's just you can get just it just, trouble se- it just seems that way. Yeah, um, let's face it. If you want trouble, you can find it. That's probably the bottom line. Almost where, anywhere. Where anywhere. do you find this trouble? Hey, anywhere I think. Oh, down here. You want me to name some places? <laughs> do you know that I got I I I've only been a victim of crime twice in my life. I've had a charmed life. I've because I've I have lived in cities. And oh, and stuff, I know what you're going to talk about because it happened recently. It happened recently, yeah. but I mean I I won't get into it greatly. But uh, you know I went into the city just to highlight the fact that the city is getting a little dangerous. <laughs> I went into I the know. city, the Grant Park, a friend who owns a restaurant over there, sitting outside the restaurant. Beautiful day, and you know I don't come into the city all that often. Right, suburban boy comes into the city and enjoys <laughs> himself. And we're now he's scared. We're now he's running there. scared. Some he's like whistling, up. wearing yeah. overalls. Oh, I'm oh, picturing oh, he's, he's got yes. his uh, he's got the stick with the bag on it <laughs> in case he's gone for too long. <laughs> I got big Atlanta glasses. You can't tell I'm a <laughs> <That's> tourist. <right. laughs> and a guy walks up and he asks for directions somewhere, and you know my buddy starts and he just picks up the iPhone off the table. And Hall's ass. Hall's yeah. I mean, really? I, I'm just like, oh, I can't believe this. You did know? you chase him down? No, my buddy did. Really? Which was crazy. My buddy's a musician, Alan Murray. I don't know if you guys know him, Alan Richard Murray, whatever. Huh. Um, but uh, one thing I've in, in following musicians around that I didn't know before I started doing this was that musicians can fight or will fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and they're, I can, they're scrappy. Yeah, I put it together now. I mean, you're going into really sort of weird places and weird towns yeah. all over the place. I mean, you've got to be able to Expensive take care equipment. of yourself. Yeah, yeah you've got to be able to take care of yourself. So he jumps up and starts chasing this guy. And I'm thinking, great. Now, he's going to get shot over <laughs> right. a cell phone. Your iPhone, yeah. The strangest thing is they get two blocks down the street, out of nowhere, some Homeland Security guy in a black SUV starts it up. He, he takes chase. The really? One guy, yeah, the one guy jumps into another car with two other guys. They take off. <laughs> They're inside this. I'm on a main street here watching yeah. this go down here. Yeah. And then they all, 
start, start taking off. In the back of the main street, it's like a Starsky and Hutch episode. First, and I you're see, still sitting at your table. I'm, well, I'm standing up at this point. <laughs> and sipping the, his coffee. Starsky yeah. and Hutch come around. These cars come this way. Then the Homeland Security guy this yeah. way. And then a, a, a Atlanta cop comes toward them, and they stop, and they abandon the vehicle. With my iPhone, but it was a stolen vehicle. So oh. somebody else got their vehicle back, but I never got my iPhone back. <laughs> yeah, well, that's easy. I just think the odds, to take. the odds are up there if you come into town only every once in a while and you do not sit at cafes no very shit. often. And the one time you do, your iPhone is uh, And you were where, Cabbage Town? No, wait, where were you? I was Grand in Park. Grant Park. Oh, Grant Park. Who yeah. Dakota Blue. To, who would want to take somebody's iPhone? I don't even get that. Oh. Like, how much are you going to get? Well, no, it's obvious is that there's some sort of ring, right? They pay these guys to go out on the street and yeah. get them. Then they get maybe $25 or something to turn they them in. Clean off because, yeah, because they've got to have some kind of system. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a slight code in there. You got a break and all that. Yeah, that happened but, to me at East Atlanta. I was having, having dinner, and, and uh, the girl I was with, she had her purse on the table, and a guy grabbed it, took off running through the alley, and and I chased him down with, with oh, another yeah? guy. Oh yeah, nice. we got it back. You got What's it back? It? How'd you get it back? Good for you. Chased him down. Yeah, but did he, he, he drop saw, it or did no, you have he to? saw us coming and he threw it at us. Oh, right. At right. some point, but, he just, but I had to. That was easy. I didn't have any cash, and she didn't know that dinner was going to be out there. <laughs> so <laughs> you were running like hell. I was running. I mean, you know, I'm not really built for speed here. But you should have seen me that day. He left Charlie Watts behind that day. I was chasing that bar tab. Come here, dude. After this, they're going to call me Turbo. That's right. But that's a true story. Before the guy snatched my iPhone, I actually was feeling guilty to myself because I thought, like, I wasn't taking the guy. I thought, he's going to ask for money. Like, he asked for direction. I immediately got cynical. Okay, this is just a come on. My dad was a con artist. I mean, I could smell it. And so immediately I was like, oh, he's going to ask for money. But I'm still an innocent enough waif. Right. I never thought in a million years. And my iPad was sitting there, too, and they completely left it alone. They, I guess that says something about the, wow. the, the value of the iPad isn't much on the streets. <laughs> you, I don't could, think. you could palm the phone. I yeah, think the iPad, oh. they would have had to yeah, reach you got to run like this. I like yeah, get books with you or something. <laughs> I'll tell you a good one. My dad uh, is a furrier. And he a had furrier? A, a furrier. Yeah. Well, you're yeah, from Alaska Connecticut. Or yeah, Connecticut. When, when else have yeah. you ever heard right. that before? Wow. And uh, it, my grandfather started the business, my dad. No, I think that is the coolest thing I ever heard. And so he had this guy come in. Try on a full length mink coat, you know? And I have felt my mom's full was it, length. Was coats. it Bootsy Collins? <laughs> <laughs> right. Lawrence Taylor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're heavy, you know? Like, yeah. you can't, like, you know, be too active in it. And my dad had his buddy in there with him. And, um, you know, the guy's trying on the coat, you know, whatever. They're talking this and that. All of a sudden, my dad goes, you know, maybe to grab another one for him or something like that. The guy takes off out the store wearing the coat. Yeah. So. My dad chased after him with his buddy. To spot. <laughs> now my dad got the coat back kind of easily because once he caught him, which wasn't too hard, because again, it's, yeah, they weigh like I don't know how much they might weigh. It could weigh like twenty pounds. Yeah, they weigh a lot. Yeah, yeah. and um, so they both caught him, <laughs> knocked him down, and. My dad put a gun in his face, and the guy gave the coat back, and then that's that was how, the end of the story. It's a good negotiation. Yeah, it's always yeah. a good one. Yeah. Has your dad ever had pita blood thrown on him or anything like that? Or? He has not. Okay. He's not, but he does go to New York City weekly, and he's seen stuff. Right. 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 Well, he's go in on. a pretty. That's a pretty working class town, though, isn't it? In New Haven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah New Haven's like you know half of it's like you know kind of well to do, and half of it's like inner city. So if people really saw Minx. And really, they would, <laughs> right, would they would want to kill them. They're <laughs> right. some of the nastiest, <laughs> they're not friendly, spiteful, they're the, Disney they're the rats of the luxury coat <laughs> <Yes>. animals. <laughs> Anyhow, 
Yeah, so anybody in PETA, write your letters. Send them to Brian at twofacesradio.com. Or just fuck you. At gmail.com. Or just fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh... Another story from last night. Levin told me a pretty good story. Yeah. Um, Levin was out last night. Our friend John Levin mm-hmm. has a uh, pretty full, thick beard. and I don't know. Pretty full, thick beard. And he's right. you know, <laughs> kind of a... Hippie? I wouldn't say heavy guy. I don't want to offend him. Stocky. But he's always he's a stocky word. guy. Yeah. He's a stocky guy. So he says he was in Alfredo's the other night. And uh, some guy was staring Cheshire at him. Bridge. Cheshire Bridge. <laughs> some guy was staring at him the whole time. And he... Uh, he comes up to Liebman and he goes, "Are you him? <laughs> Are you him?" And he goes, uh, "I don't know. Am I? Who am I supposed to be?" He goes, "You're him, aren't you?" <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "That's so good. I, I don't think I am, but who do you think I am?" And he goes, "You're Zach Brown, aren't you?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and then I'm looking at Liebman. I'm like, "I can see that. Maybe." <laughs> Maybe. Far away. Wow, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but it's funny that he was in like this. You know, every time I go to Alfredo's, I feel like I'm on an episode of The Sopranos. Right. You know? <laughs> well, you know what's funny is like uh, Koi, who's been on the, you know, our, we all know Koi, who's yeah. been on the show. Yeah. He, th- there's almost a similarity with him and Zach Brown. I True. wonder if he's, he's ever in the been. Band. Yeah, and he's in the band. I wonder if he's ever been mistaken at any point. Anyhow. Well, Maybe sometimes because Zach Brown doesn't want to go out and sign on. He sends Koi He sends him out. <laughs> Put Just that right, hat on. Right, go out there. Does Zach Brown always yeah. have to wear the? He, he has this apparently, kind of hat on. yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean, I mean, he must like it. But I mean, at some point, it becomes like, oh fuck, I gotta put the hat on. Saw, yeah, it's like it. ninety-five <laughs> degrees. <laughs> I'm in Miami, and I gotta put the beanie, on, right. wool cap on. Yeah, He's I know. I thought about that same exact thing. <laughs> like you guys probably knew him for a long. Well, he was kicking around for a long time we, before I he broke. We didn't know him though. He was in totally different circles than we were. I remember seeing the band listed in the loaf and all, but no, I didn't. They were around for like. Five years yeah. or something before they yeah. broke, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. they did. W- they did that uh, Peachtree, not Peachtree Tavern, uh, Dixie Tavern, Dixie, Dixie Tavern, Tavern, and they had a weekly thing and really built it up. Big. And then it just went so big. And I, I know Clay a little bit. Clay Cook, you know him? Yeah, I, I know him. of him. Yeah, I know him a bit, and uh, <clears throat> I know that in the beginning, because now he's sort of joined the band, at least the live version of the band. I don't know if he's in the band band, right? For but I know that it, it happened so big. So I mean, I should say so, so fast yeah. Yeah. that they weren't ready for it, and yeah. there was like this three month period where they were putting together. That's when Clay ended up in the you know right. basically putting together this headlining tour because yeah. no one was ready for the headlining tour, but all the tickets were selling. You know, yeah, that's so, crazy. You know, you got to be glad for that. That's <laughs> Which, yeah. by the way, I mean, those guys are playing Phillips Arena. Phillips Arena tomorrow night. New Year's, you know, New Year's you Eve. You know what? I mean, people can get. I, I know a lot of people get really sort of snooty about. You know, certain bands that make it and everything. Oh but, yeah. yeah. I just think that you know, whenever one gets through. You know, God I think it's God like, bless oh, that song, God that song him. ain't so great or whatever. Right, it's yeah. like, hey, you know what? It affects enough. people, yeah, right? right? I mean, yeah. it may not affect it may not affect college professors or whatever, but right. music is made to I affect mean, there's, people. There's and, an alternative. To that. Those guys did bust their ass for years, so they deserve right. it, you know? Yeah, but they're they like... Next, next spring, they're going to be playing stadiums. <laughs> they are. Really? You know, with Kenny Chesney. Yeah, really? Well, they amazing. just toured with Dave Matthews. I mean, I don't that's know. Big that's big That's huge. Show. You get into that crossover area like that where you're yeah. in country and you're pop and people are yeah. liking you, man. Damn. Just... There's not many bands nowadays that can play a stadium. Yeah. Well, no, I'll tell you what. They, they've they done – the one thing that they have done that is cementing their career is being sort of that grassroots and, like, having a good live show. Because right. clearly they're based on their live show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's what's going to make – yeah, exactly. That'll, they follow that's what'll the Dave make them Matthews' uh, blueprint. They'll be and yeah. he's also been – I mean, I know enough from uh, to know that like he's, he's, 
he has not left everything behind. I mean, I know he's helped out Sonya Lee and mm-hmm. he helped her and brought oh, yeah. her along and stuff like that. So, I mean, he's not being, yeah. you know, I don't know him. I never met him. but that's he, So he hasn't been on the show. No, he's never been on the show. Although I don't know if you remember, him? if you remember a character Ben the Bunny Man yeah. who was yeah. on our show for a oh, long time. He was time. on their album. He was on Zach Brown's album, oh, uh, like even little bits. So I mean, there's a little connection there, right? Funny. Do but you, uh, do you think they were a fan of Ben or a fan of your show? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think that it was. <laughs> like, did he even know that Ben was on your show? I don't think. I mean, I always assume nobody's ever heard of the show or anything like that. But probably oh, yeah. they probably ran into Ben and he was doing his DJ thing or whatever, and they thought that's let's you know, wow, put that on there. I, I don't think they had any idea that he was on our show. Speaking of your show, you know what I played him the other day was the recording of uh, Yacht, oh, yeah. Yacht Rock on your show oh. doing the Imagine Van yeah, Halen yeah. mashup. The mashup. Which yeah. I thought was, was yeah. great. That I mean, is as, great. A, as a goof, it You're was You're gonna have yeah. to post that. You'll have to post that now. That was so people Yeah, that was out. pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, because Did you, know, you hear that Tim? I didn't hear it. Excuse you know, me, Turbo. I love John Lennon, <laughs> but I've never really enjoyed Imagine like, Imagine I think is yeah. I'm a contrarian on the single Imagine. I first of all I should say I think Instant Karma is the greatest pop single in the history of the world. So I'm a huge John Lennon fan and everything. Imagine, I think, has an unbelievable piano, an amazing vocal. I hate the lyrics. I don't hate the lyrics. I'm not like, like, hey, you know, but they're high school poetry. It's, you know, it's it's, it's 17-year-old sort of high school poetry stuff. What makes that song great is the the the, piano, the stark, the the melody, the the melody, the voice. Quality is like, um, like day in the life. Yeah, you know, as far as his voice, just quality. sounds good. Yeah, it just sounds yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I think too, like those lyrics, lyrics like that weren't as common at that point when right. it was being written. So that was sort of, you know, if you want to call like, let's say, pop music, for example, like whatever the first pop song was, it was it was cool at that point. Mm-hmm. Now it's. Pop music's been around forever. Anachronistic so, a little bit. Yeah, right, so sort it's kind of go, the same yeah. thing, I think, lyrically. Although I agree with Elvis Costello who said, saying, um, was it a millionaire who said, imagine no possessions. So there's, there's a, an right. idiocy to I, that song. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Julia had later added a, an extra verse to it. Oh, here we go. Imagine <laughs> you never ignored your, your son by your first wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy if you yeah. try. <laughs> Was such that's the thing about yeah. Lennon, man. He was such an asshole. Yeah, but I love him. <laughs> I love yeah, him. But he was for, such it is an kind asshole. Of crazy. I feel yeah. like, well, I've heard some interviews with Julian, and oh, uh, he's bitter, man. You get the oh, later yeah. interviews. It was tough. Yeah. It was tough. Well, he was a jerk, man. He was like, I heard stories um, where literally, like, the mom would, you know, give Julian be visiting or something. I don't know if he's six or five or something right. like that. You know, when you're that age. Your parents, whether they pay attention to you and stuff like that, really matters. Yeah. And, you know, like he would take the paper up to him or something. Yeah. And Lennon would just be like, eh, put it over there. Well, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Get out of here. You know, oh, man. And then you'd see him like, you know, telling the world that they all have to get along. <laughs> you know, <laughs> love is all you need. Right. So, well, and by the way, we're going to stay in bed all day. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>, start at <laughs> home. War is over. But the battle with my son has just begun. <laughs> <laughs> but I love him. You know, I, I he wrote across it. the universe. <clears throat> I, I, I'll tell you what else. Your though. favorite movie? <laughs> that movie sucks. That song is great. <laughs> we already talked about that. Movie. I know we did. Um, what was I just going to say? Well, you would almost think too that like Julian would have been a better songwriter, like that he would have maybe taken off a little bit more because he would have all this angst Bitterness. for this huge. Right. You know, it's not just like being angry at your dad that nobody knew. It's yeah. like being angry at your dad that everybody knows. Well, look, most people aren't the songwriter that his dad was, so I don't hold no. it against him. True. He wasn't either, you know. True. Like, 
Yeah, Sean, they, they've, been, they've been pushing Sean for years. So I, uh, somebody was uh, – uh, I was listening to Foo Fighters. One. I, I got into Foo Fighters for a little while Nothing in the late '90s, or whatever. And uh, my wife was just all over. They're not as good as Nirvana. They're not I'm as like, good as Nirvana. Who cares? Like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Wings wasn't as fucking good as the Beatles, but right. you know, I mean, it's, it's a different band, right? Yeah. You don't, you don't, you know, a lot of bands aren't as good as Nirvana. Why does this one suddenly have to be? You know, it's a different thing. Right. And why do people have to think? <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually think the Foo Fighters are better than Nirvana, but that's yeah. just me. You know, I mean, I like the Foo Fighters a lot. I was really surprised to see what he did. But isn't it time for that? Foo Fighters? Maybe every once in a while, you think Dave Grohl could uh, wear a Husker Du T-shirt and let the world know where he got that sound from? Hey, listen, would, it, would it kill? He, would it kill him? I just read. <laughs> I just read a review. I just read a thing on him. Rolling Stone now at the end of the year. Rolling Stone magazine is doing a thing where they're they're getting like all these. You know, different artists to talk about like their top ten lists or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Husker Du better be on his. He said, "No Husker Du, no Foo Fighters." Okay, that, that very was good. his comment. All right, that was his works. exact yeah. comment. Yeah. And it's about time, and I'll get off that. Redeemed. Rant. He's redeemed. 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 Redemption. Is Thank God out. I read something this week. <laughs> <laughs> Would he have left Nirvana anyway, given that obviously that Foo Fighters was good? I mean, he obviously had stu- shit bottled up inside of him. Yeah, for I mean, he thing. had. He was working on that album while they were still together. Okay, so, I assume yeah. at some point. He would have gone off to do his own thing, but I bet that would have made it harder for him. I bet it would have been more. Well, now he's compa- competing. It's like, well, the yeah, last Nirvana right. album did this, and now right. it's just, yeah. Right. Well, so many of those Seattle bands, you know, the guys would think be about in, how huge Ringo be could bands. have been. Right. Think about how huge Ringo could have been if just like John had been killed earlier, <laughs> right? You know, and just the Beatles just disintegrated. You know, then Ringo would have been one of the greatest actors we've ever had. Actors. There would have been a sequel to Caveman. Exactly. <laughs> Caveman would have been a franchise. <laughs> In a perfect world, my friend. That's In a right. perfect world. <laughs> Meet the cavemen. I bought that disc for my brother like two holiday two holidays oh ago. As a gag gift. Is it bad? I remember seeing it when it came out. Oh, like, well, terrible. On HBO. But I loved it when it came out because right. I was young. Yeah, I was a kid and it was hilarious. You guys are younger than me. I was like 16 or something. Yeah. 15 something. Like a little bit. Yeah. It I came was... out right when Lennon died. It was like right in that area. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was. I think, yeah. Shelley Long was In honor of John, I've put out a movie. It's <laughs> called <laughs> Caveman. <laughs> peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Don't send me any more shit. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> I've actually heard there are people at Ringo think he's starting to hmm. get it wacky. Yeah. Gonna lose it a little bit. Well, like, I mean, was he at the Paul McCartney show? I don't know why Which he one? would be, but it doesn't seem like as Paul. The big Paul McCartney show at um, in Piedmont Park? Apollo. No, oh, uh, no. Oh. At the Apollo. The Apollo um, in New York Was he City. not there? I don't think he was even there, was he? You'd think that both of them are it. staring at 70. You'd think, you know, okay, you Let's could do something. Here. Yeah, you know. It's, Put it, a little did something you see together. McCartney playing for Barack Obama? No. Wait, on the Kennedy Center? Yeah. I, I didn't see him perform. I saw everybody else, you know. I think I saw the credits. Was it just the other night? I turned yeah. it on. Yeah. It was ending, and Oprah yeah. and Paul McCartney were standing next to each other looking strange. Funny, funny thing about it. You know, they're performing for the president, so everybody, they're all sitting in their seats up straight, you know. Right, yeah. Having uh, perfect posture, perfect right. manners. Except for Stevie Wonder. He's like two seats down from Barack. Everybody else is perfectly still. Stevie's got his <laughs> going. <laughs> doing his thing. He's doing the same thing. His head's thrown back. <laughs> like, come on. Somebody needs to tell Stevie. Come on. It's not here, buddy. Well, they had, I mean, they had Merle Haggard, Oprah Winfrey, yeah, and weird. Paul McCartney sitting one, two, and three, just like that. Yeah. And, and then at one point, somebody's doing, I think it was the end of like the Beatles' big thing that, you know, Steven Tyler came out and was doing some medley and then everybody... So yeah. it was a whole thing and they performed oh, yeah. and everything? Okay. And then 
Oprah's got Merle by one hand and Paul by the other hand, and she's just singing away. And it was just the funniest scene to me. Wow. Did Merle Haggard and Paul McCartney perform together? Because that would be cool. No. The, the one that I saw was I just McCartney. That, that would be interesting. Maybe, I don't know, was that not the Kennedy Center? I thought Honors. it was. Well, there was I two things. Think they got, perform. He's, in it. he's won the, he's won a couple of things. McCartney also won some White House thing a few months ago, and then this was the that. Kennedy Center thing. Kennedy as well. Center, yeah. So McCartney's won perform. a couple of things. You get to a certain age. I they think you got to know you're on your way out. Once you start getting the awards, like well, yeah, if you can, right. lifetime achievement, no award. what you do for a living, if you're at the top of your game at whatever you do, if all of a sudden every two weeks there's some sort of award being given to you, you're probably you're, you're heading toward a funeral. Very <laughs> soon. Great. <laughs> so well, I'll look for that later I'll, on. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Speaking of which, which we haven't even gotten to the point that we came in here for. I which know we was had your uh, idea, but um, you know, one thing I was. Thinking of Ira's idea was let's come in, let's talk about some of the best shows we've seen this past year. You know, just right. kind of whatever. And good idea. And then I thought, you know, sort and then of. let's think of like some of the things I was thinking. And then in turn, you know, who would I like to see this upcoming year? And I've started to think about like people like you know Paul McCartney, um, uh, Willie Nelson that we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. People that I haven't seen. I feel like. I've got to shell out the cash at some point. You, you need to go see him now. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be long. Because it is at that well, point. Well, that's like, yeah, as a, as a blues guy, I try to go see BB every year mm-hmm. because he right. he always comes out usually you know, once a year. Right. Well, I took my 12-year-old to see McCartney in Piedmont, and, and I didn't drag him there. I mean, he wanted to be there because yeah. he knows the music. He got turned on to the number one record a couple years ago, so he yeah. knew the Beatles, and I'm always playing the Beatles. And I, always, I thought it was neat because he was, well, he's 12 now, so he was 11 then. You know, McCartney's not going to live forever. So at some point, my son's going to be 35, 40 years old, right. and he's going to be able yeah. to say, I saw that guy. You know, right. it'd be like right. like Mozart. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah. You know, right. and it's like, it's this thing that people, so I think that's really cool to try to see these guys. I've seen most yeah. of them that are still around, but not Willie. I'm see, that should be our theme for today instead of the other one. Guys, guys you want to see that we guys, saw. No, that we did see that we're glad we saw. Or, or guys wow. you want to see before they die. I've seen BB. I mean, I've I saw Ray BB. Charles. I never I saw Ray Charles, which I was real happy about. That. You know who I wanted to see? It's not in the rock and roll milieu, but I, when Sammy Davis Jr. died, I was oh, pissed off. Man, I never saw my time. dude live because what year was he? That? When did he die? Or when he was? He it's died. Eighties. I think yeah, or, like or early nineties, late eighties, early nineties, yeah. somewhere in there. Wow, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean, man. he was like one of those guys that was just like a full on fucking showman, and yeah. he was great yeah. at everything he did, and like he could sing, he could he could dance and all that kind of shit. And I just would love to have seen him, you know, somewhere in there, even older, just to see that whole. Old because that guy started when he was five years old in vaudeville. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's right. like you're seeing show business. You know, yeah, yeah. See, but you're going off our theme. You never saw him. I'm the guy that <laughs> I want. We change the theme. Pay attention. We change the theme. The theme. Guys, change guys, I either want to see before they die, or that you have, saw that I have seen, or regret that I haven't seen. <laughs> just can we all, can we have a adding new? more checklist? <laughs> I want to change the theme to guys we've seen, but we wish we didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where do I start? <laughs> How about uh, shows we played if we wish we didn't? I yeah, mean, yeah, I well, <laughs> that too. Hey, Bob uh, Dylan, the first time I saw him, I wanted to find him and strangle him. Really? I, really? I never saw um, Roger Waters. Who, I saw Roger Waters just a few weeks ago. I saw, yeah, I've seen Roger Waters a bunch of times. Hmm. 
actually, but I saw the wall a few weeks ago. If you want to go into shows that we've seen that this year. Well, all right. Well, our theme for this show. I'm following you, man. If anybody's still listening out there. Now, hold on one <laughs> Can second. Can I just let the radio professional step in here? Yeah, please you're, do. Making, you're making a common mistake here. The theme is in your head, not the listener's head. The listener isn't going, oh, they're not on theme. The listener's just saying, is this interesting to listen to? So don't worry about it. As long as they're being interesting, they're not yelling at you. I'm a structure guy. He said he was going to do a theme, and all I did was laugh. So what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just feel totally ripped off. bitch. So what you're saying is the listener's clicking off right now. Sometimes you need background information to understand the funny. Context. Context. You need the context. So the context was when I called Brian and... Him about doing this show, I said I'd like our theme to be great shows we've seen in the past year, and th- so this is. The and what problem. did I say? I can't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 as I'm trying to jot shit down, I realize I have the same exact. Pro- I can't remember. Yeah, it's hard. Well, and, he- and I said to you, my first comment was, you know, Ira and I both had uh, our first. Child this year in right. July. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. you. In the same week, by the way. In the same week, yeah. Same <laughs> woman? No, no. Okay, <laughs> that would have been tough. That would have been impressive. <laughs> would have been if you had twins between Shit. you. That's right. So, <laughs> so it, it's it's kind of been a mellow year for going out and rocking. Yeah, you right. know, it's, right. it was you know the leading up to and then obviously yeah. since. It's, no, when it's your wife's pregnant difficult. for the first time, it seems like it's eight years long. Before it's, we before we lose <laughs> this, I just want to say one thing. You uh, mentioned see? Sammy Structure. Davis. Yeah. And I have to mention one of my favorite little snippets of Sammy Davis. <laughs> oh, boy. It, I know. This is so – I don't know if this is sad that I know it or great. Hey, look. I'm a fan. So uh, you're talking yeah. – Do you're you talking remember when he was on um, All in the Family? Yeah. And he kisses yeah. Archie Bunker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great no, that was classic, man. Scene. I love it. Hey, he is the best uh, one-eyed performer <laughs> since Jew- Peter Falk, who was pretty damn good, too. One-eyed black <laughs> Jewish performer. As one-eyed black Jewish performers, right. he was definitely the best. Yeah. <laughs> Under uh, five five. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of narrowing down a theme, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, so it was hard. I was thinking back on it. I was like, I, I mean, I jotted some shit down. But, um, well, first of all, the funny thing is, I jotted down ACDC, and then I called my wife, and she said that was in October last right. year. I said, shit, it seemed like <laughs> too <this> long ago. <laughs> it did seem like this year. Um, yeah, I was thinking about the Rolling Stones, but then I remembered that was 1981. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Joe Vaughn put on a hell of a production. <laughs> they started to get foggy. <laughs> it was the Steel Wheels tour. <laughs> then I started thinking, well, like, can, tattoo I, you. can I count? You. Can I count any of the shows I've seen on Palladia? I mean, I don't know. You know, what's it's, Palladia? Is that Palladia is like a music? Uh, yeah, it's like a music channel. It's like an H- a special on, HD. Is and it it's on, just like it's pretty Comcast. much all concerts. Oh, okay. You don't have Palladium? For the most part. I, you know, I have DirecTV. Is it on DirecTV? I don't know. I also have Charter Cable. I have them both. Char- I have is Charter. it on Charter? I don't yeah, know how to use Charter. the... I only have cable in my bedroom. Yeah. And well, so when I don't... Oh, no. Palladia doesn't <laughs> always have great <laughs> shit on, but the shit no, that's it doesn't. on there is... There's a, that's good. Is really yeah. good. There's a station called... Uh, DirecTV has something called... I think it's called Overture or something like that, or Ovation. And it's an it's an art station, and it has a lot of really good stuff, but it has a lot of commercials, so you have to DVR everything you watch on there. You know what I saw on since we're talking about like seeing things on whatever. Get into it, but I didn't see this year. But I've been thinking about this a lot. The band, and they did come through, and I didn't see them this year. The band that has remained un, just amazingly popular that I never in a million years would have bet on. Oh, should we should we guess on this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rush. Oh, this band! Like when when I was a kid, 
I loved Rush. Now, yeah. I, checked, I checked out at subdivisions. It all kind of started to sound the same, but, you know, in the late 70s and stuff. Yeah. And, and Rush, 16-year-old kids, just boys, just, just love Rush. And I just never – I would have thought that they would have been – had some sort of following. But I saw this thing one night on TV, and I think it was from 2003 or something, and it was in Brazil. And it was not in a stadium. Everybody was – I mean, there must have been 40,000 oh, people yeah. wow. at this thing. And I mean, they were going – Crazy! Yeah, well, it hey, was like anything outside of the U.S. <laughs> it was like I know. A punk Any band show? I mean, they, yeah. they were like going. I mean, and then they came through here yeah. this year, and it was sold out immediately. Where did they play? They played Lakewood or whatever Lakewood's called these days. Aaron's um, Amphitheater. Yeah, I mean, it just it, and people came into work the next day. They were all talking about like the Stones. I just wouldn't. I don't have anything against them. I yeah. used to like them. I think yeah. they're talented people. Why was it that you didn't think that they would make it? This I don't far? know. Because there's a lot of bands that don't make that. That long, long journey. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that yeah. Rolling Stones, the Who kind of like, you know, right. lasted. Well, I didn't, but I guess what I didn't count on is that what turned me on at 16 is going to keep on turning 16, year, 16 olds year olds on. And so they must have kept on. But I, somewhere around some. Nice to know that Rush can turn on a 16 year old boy. Hey, I, I liked. Um, <laughs> what? I still <laughs> What? <laughs> I still think that I'm just gonna keep on talking. <laughs> I still think that uh, that uh, Permanent Waves is just a really great album, which I loved when I was a yeah. kid. And then Moving Pictures after that, and then they came out with the one that had um, Subdivisions on it, where it was called Power. I don't know what it was called, but um, I remember just dropping it out right there because it seemed like every Power song windows. to me, Power Windows. Yeah. This to me, after Moving Pictures, in my mind, this was every Rush song. <clears throat> It was like, God, this is sounding a lot alike, but I mean, people. The show that I was watching, they weren't just concentrating on the old stuff. Like, they were doing material I'd never heard of. And people are digging it. Going nuts, like roll the bones. Like, yeah. I thought that was a I mean, laugh. Exit you know? stage left wow. was a staple of mine. I remember yeah. back in Me high too. school, I Me loved too. it. I'll I roll the bones, never, that, that rap section. Yeah. That, that was laughable. I'm yeah, so I, I heard it once, and I went, oh, my God. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I maybe was the <laughs> only 16-year-old yeah, boy who didn't get into I, I got turned got on, I got turned on to Rush. Columbia House, uh, you know, when you buy, you get, like, 16 <laughs> yeah. records for a penny yeah. or something like that. And the album cover looks really cool. That's all I knew about it. It was, like, they had that it was 2112. Yeah, so yeah. this is, like, 1977. And I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Right. And out of all the stuff that I got... And I finally got to that one. I'm like, holy fuck! It blew yeah. me away. I was like, you know, I could, I could cut was, my weed up on that album cover. Yeah. It looked great. <laughs> no, it was like all this like subtext going on. I dug it. Um, it was a song about marijuana. When you're 16. Funny, man. I covered That's a Rush cool, song yeah. back in a band in high school, and it's the only Rush song that doesn't sound like a Rush song. Uh, in the mood. Which one is in the hey, mood? Hey, baby, you? it's a quarter to eight. Play that. You know that? Yeah. You want to sing it? Right now, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> What's is that off like the first one yeah, or Fly like by Night? Because you know yeah, they it was, started it was off of either the first or second. Yeah, record. yeah, they started as like a sort of a Led Zeppelin, kind of a Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. a Working yeah. Man, that's a real kind of boom, boom, boom. It's got that you know kind yeah, of. Yeah, Working Man isn't bad. And then, well, that's a different. I drummer. only know some of their really like yeah. some of their radio hits. I didn't like, know that's all yeah, I really it was, uh, wasn't an original. Rush. Their first album is, has a different drummer. Yeah. And it's more of a Zeppelin thing. And I think Peart comes in, Fly By Night, and he starts writing the lyrics. And that's when the lyrics... Working Man's a good bam, boom, but it's not really yeah. a, a, you know, a I like lyrical thing. What else was I, Shit, I had something I also else read I was going Speaking about. of Led Zeppelin, I rediscovered Into the Outdoor this year. And oh, yeah. I haven't heard that in a long time. That was one of the first albums I ever bought. That's still unbelievable. Really? Well, because uh, Nobody's Fault But Mine is on that, right? 
No, that's presence. That's uh, presence. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's, that's presence. Okay. But that's the same s- swoop of albums. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. that were kind of like modern. In through the outdoor was pretty much John Paul Jones's record. Really? Yeah, he uh, he wrote a lot of the songs on there. I think Plant wrote the lyrics. Really? But that, that's the album he was most involved with. Really? Yeah. That's because Page was a big heroin addict mm-hmm. at that time. Huh. So he I'm going to have to go back shit. and listen to that. Oh, I'm telling you, I can't recommend it. And, and the thing is, it's, it's. I mean, I can't recommend it. I don't want to stop that too soon. I can't <laughs> recommend it highly enough. Um, there's like, I was with you. There's like three major radio t- hits on there. So which, as yeah. when listening to an album would usually throw you off, but it's worth it still. I mean, that in the evening that opens it, that, that riff, that Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. And the album just good. And the last song on the album, which I wasn't all that familiar with, is really great. So I will crawl or something like that. I can't mm. think of the name of it, but mm. just great. Zeppelin's another one of those bands where I still, to this day, there's like tunes that I know, but I don't know the names of. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you know, know that I've I've been hearing for thirty years. You know that yeah. I yeah. I'm like that's what that's called. And some people right. hate Led Zeppelin yeah. because they stole from Robert Johnson or something. That, oh, I, mean, yeah. I think it's crazy. Like Elvis Costello has a jihad against Led Zeppelin. It's like, how can you not <laughs> enjoy? Getting stoned and listening to a Zeppelin right. record, which I, mean, I don't a, care about that shit. It is true though. I mean, if it, you know, they have yeah. these exact lyrics of blues guys, but yeah. they credit it to themselves in the albums. Okay, right. all right, I'll but give you that. They've, give gone, that. But they've Jimmy, gone back and changed it now. They at have, this point. yeah. But Jimmy Page, I mean, come Listen, on, yeah, he's I not, mean, they, they went he's, well that's beyond. A, they went that, well. You, beyond. You're not getting that from. It's not like oh, they sound like every other band. I mean, like to me, I'm not a fan of Guns and Roses. People, to me, that's too derivative. That's like all right, let's get the hell out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> but I don't know how you can argue against Jimmy Page. But I can argue against. Uh, I think Slash is great. I do think Slash. You is can great. argue against that first album. Not that Appetite that, for Destruction. Not necessarily. I, I think that I Ooh. like. I like. Um, I like the stuff. At the end of Paradise City. I would say Jimmy Page is the greatest rock star of all time. <laughs> I agree. Just rock, rock, rock star. star rock star. He was a heroin addict. He worships the he, devil. He has all the <laughs> he has double, neck, double neck guitar. And he wrote a whole lot of love. <laughs> double neck guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can play. He's got it all. Now, now the tricky thing is that last category. He wrote a whole lot of love. Nobody else is ever going to fit into that category. So that's a tough one to, as far as like, exactly. if that's if that's how you're going to name. The well, he could say he wrote a song <laughs> well, like. You know. It's a very select group. <laughs> it's a select group. <laughs> right. One <laughs> among the songs that he has written, whole lot of love has been. In no, the I kind of like that though as like a qualification. Did you write a whole lot of love? Nope. Sorry, you can't be the biggest rock star of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, I'll let me. Let me jump go, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Let me. Let me. I'm still talking rush. No, but I, I wanted to. Uh, you, if I agree with you that the first Guns N' Roses album was oh, a good yeah, album, which it was. Okay, but I don't know which one it came off of. But November Rain. Yeah, see, not only is a horrible song and should never have ever been yeah, put. Right. In, but did you ever see the video? Yes. Yeah. It has the most empty, symbolic yeah. moment of all time in videos when the helicopter shot shot of Slash <laughs> playing in front of the church, yeah. where you're looking at it, you're going... In the middle of a desert. This is really supposed to mean something. <laughs> I mean, I'm way up in the air. I'm flying over this guy. He's wailing away on a guitar with a crucifix behind him in a huge church. This is supposed to mean... Yet it means, means nothing. nothing. <laughs> it is absolutely <laughs> empty. Yeah. So, what I love is some 
be there for that? Yeah. Wouldn't you like to be there for the <laughs> right. shoot? Okay, Slash, uh, stand in front of this church and, <laughs> all right, and just really rock <laughs> out hard, man. Yeah. That's uh, just when what? you've got... I don't have enough weed <laughs> yeah. to get through this shot. But you've got so much money. It's like, hey, we got a helicopter. <laughs> right. That's it. That's what drives you. We got a helicopter. Yeah, no, that that was just a video of... It gives you douche chills. Yeah, that is a douche chill. Axel just is a douchebag. Come on. Yeah. Axel right. Rose is a fucking douchebag. He is. Right. Thank you. Be you it know, resolved. I will agree there is some I don't know the guy Rose. personally, but it seems to me he's a jerk off. <laughs> we, we, we always have to be careful in case he ever wants to come on this show. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, well, I think it's great. <laughs> Listen, Apparently I think what's even funnier about people. that moment, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's even funnier about that moment, and I could be wrong, but I think if you go back, you will find that Slash's guitar is plugged in. Oh, is it? I think there's a chord coming out of his guitar. <laughs> yeah, he's plugged into the Church of Rock. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the meaning I've been looking for all these years. <laughs> Finally, it all comes together. Right. And then Jack Black got together, and they had the School of Rock and the Church right. of Rock, oh, and they had to know, separate it. That's a weird thing about plug it in, because when I was doing the Georgia video with, with, with DNC, I'm that I didn't know. I didn't like – they're not plugged in. There's a one moment right. that they're on stage. They're not plugged in. They're obvious on stage. And, like, I, I – Going into it, it seemed like an obvious thing to me. Like, no, I don't want him plugged in. There's a lot of shit on stage. Yeah. It's just it's but a then, video, you know. Right. But then when I was watching, I'm like, well, are people going? Oh, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. I'm playing on stage with no amps. Yeah, you're gonna have assholes like us going. <laughs> like, Look at that shit. Dude, at that point, the thing is, is video. Like, yeah, yeah. And there's like, there's two sides to it. It's like, well, it's fake. Right. It's supposed to be fake. It's a video. They're not really doing it. What? They don't have a green screen following them around everywhere. They <laughs> <Where'd> they <go? laughs> well, not that. That one didn't bother me because that oh. was so fake. And right, I didn't, right, right. It was like that was like. Set up, but at the end they're in, they're playing for the for the wedding, and so they're obviously on stage oh, yeah. in a right, place. Right, and there's, yeah. and there's just and you know there's a, a solo just, going on, and you know who could hear it. The guitar is not yeah. plugged in. Not plugged in. Hey. <laughs> I'd flip over it's to video. What's <laughs> going on? I want some reality. <laughs> but on, uh, where's River Monsters? <laughs> on Jersey Shore. <laughs> well, well, I was b- before that excellent cock block. Yes. Um, I was going to try and jump back to your theme. Now that we're an hour into the show. And just mention that um, last minute, you'll be glad to know, <laughs> at the at the witching hour, um, I I went to the Holiday Hangover show. Oh, driving, driving crying. And, uh, I didn't see you. You didn't find me? You didn't? I, you don't I like didn't. me? I we're didn't. not friends? I looked for you. Okay. I did look for you, but I didn't see You know, I was way in the back. Well, and, it's funny. I went last year, and he didn't, and then he went this year, and I didn't. Yep. Right. And uh, I did. I, I did text Ken though because I have Ken's number, and I did text him just to kind of say, "Hey, are you here?" He was that. running around like a crazy okay. man, right? Day. So, I, and I figured. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, that definitely snuck in as on the one list. of my uh, as one of the best shows that I've seen this past year, and it was a great show. It was a lot of fun. And uh, what did you think about the blues? Too. You know, there was some back and forth. Some people didn't like the blues set that came with oh, Eddie Kirkland, yeah, and, coming out on and stage. Colonel Bruce, and um, some people didn't like that, but I did. And I was just looking at the footage. Some people were complaining about that. And I, just before I came here, I was looking at some of the footage from that night. And I thought it, I thought it was great when I was there. I thought it was, you know, I was, I thought it was great looking at the footage. But some people, I don't know, thought it slowed things down or something like that. Because they opened up at like ten, just balls to the oh, wall, yeah. bam, bam, with, bam, 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 uh, bam. Uh, honeysuckle blue, right? Yeah. They just came right out. Yeah, you know, my, Which I'm not a fan I got, of, by the way. 
I well, I told what? you earlier that no, I no, I'm not a fan of them opening with honeysuckle. Oh, I told yeah, yeah. Kevin oh. this yesterday. I, to me, honeysuckle blue is a, it's it. just a great. Anthem. Not even that it's, it's just this. I love that moment where it begins. You know, like the, 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 yeah. if, you, if there's a medium tempo song or something like that, and I love the moment. You know, they never have a set list, so yeah. I, you never know when it's coming. And so that there's a moment. They don't even write a set list before the show. <clears throat> the tabernacle they do, but that's the only place. Really? No, they never use a set list. It's all. Wow. It's all. Kevin playing Stump the Band, and he could hit them with things from 8, 10, 15 years ago. They've only played one or two times, and that's like the fun of it. I mean, well, that's that, how that begs the question of why at Tabernacle they do Because uh, it's a bigger Hometown. thing. Home th- I mean, it's a, I think they just feel like it's a, it's a concert as See, opposed preparation. to a show. Right. Kevin finally agreed with me. A little bit of context, a little bit of preparation. Yeah. Well, and but the funny thing is, that we have it. I have cameras all over it. It, is, it creates, you know, the biggest fights in the world. Oh, yeah. What to play and what not to play. Right. And it's just yeah. easier. A lot of times, literally, they don't know what they're going to play as they're walking up the yeah. steps to go on stage. They're always going to play Honeysuckle. Yeah. They're always going to play Fly Me. Yeah. They're always going to play uh, Straight, Straight to, to Hell. hell. Yeah. Right. But they're going to end with Straight to Hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, they have to. Other than that, uh, yeah. I mean, he's lucky that he has that song because. He could not play, but if you play straight to hell, people leave happy. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. if you if you yeah. It's, yeah. if you play that, they leave happy. It's like they don't care about the other song you didn't play, whatever. Right. But I didn't mean to get off on that that whole thing. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, I I talked about earlier how uh, hangovers and babies don't mix, <laughs> and that was the day my holiday hangover was actually the day after the holiday hangover right. show, and. Well, the funny thing is you were texting I, me from the show, right. and Brian's texts are usually all fucked up anyway, so yeah. I have to kind of decipher what he's trying to tell me, and they were getting really out there, I and I, I, I was like, you know what? He's starting to get hammered. Yeah, I, I could tell. I was completely <laughs> hammered. Things stuff were but... I know. I, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> On egg, elephant, uh, yellow. There are gaps. There are gaps in the evening. Right. But um, I do remember when that whole blue, I guess I didn't think of it as like a blue set, but I guess that would be a good way to put it, started. And I, it, the show had really been rolling, and it yeah. was really cooking. And um, It takes a while to set up equipment and stuff. Yeah. And sort of, some people didn't like that. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it was okay, but... I did find myself, you know, going back to grab a drink right, for right. no apparent reason right, at that point right. because I clearly didn't need any more. But um, that's always how it goes. <laughs> Fuel for the less text. you need it, the more you want. I'm going to get a drink. <laughs> but I also did enjoy it. I, you know, yeah. I, no, it, it was a good show. Well, who else? Who else sat in besides Colonel Bruce? Well, Colonel Bruce and Eddie Kirkland, who's 87 oh, years yeah. old, and it's in the Georgia music. Yeah, and they've done a couple things. There, he's unbelievable. Man, yeah. And you know, some people were complaining. I'll just this is funny because some people were complaining and saying, "Well, there's too many covers." I go to see Driving and Crying, and they're doing covers and whatever. And Eddie Kirkland did, and this was Kevin's point of view after it. It's like, okay, there's a lot of covers, but um, uh, Georgia Peach, Florida Plum. Boy, if I hear that song one more fucking time, I mean, yeah, he gets a cover, but it's like, you right? Know, you yeah, know? <laughs> it's not like they're doing Sweet Caroline, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Okay, we're gonna do a Van Morrison song for you now. A brown eyed girl. <laughs> you may have heard it. Yeah. If you do, sing along. Kind of an obscure one. I was actually Mustang Sally. I was yeah. actually thinking about. It. <laughs> I was actually. <laughs> Okay, all you people say, ride, Sally, ride, when it gets to that part, okay? Everybody on the left. All right. Yeah. All right. Just the ladies yeah, this time. Ladies. Yeah. All right, now this side. <laughs> hey, ho. Now, I knew we were going to talk a lot, of, a lot of driving and crying. You don't on, have to. I'll, whatever you ask, I'll answer. Whatever on you the don't show ask, today. I won't. Well, I wanted to start it with uh, what we were just uh, talking about 
was it was Ryan here when we were talking about it? What were we talking about earlier? Well, you just put out a trailer, mm-hmm. you know, out there yeah. on Facebook. And there's some shout out for Two Faces Radio. Well, yeah, well, and that it was funny. And by the way, nice job on the trailer. It was it was uh, so. yeah. I think that trailer, it was done very well. I commented. I think there was a I think there was a uh, a market improvement too yes. to like the last trailer. Yeah, to the last trailer. Well, we yeah. upped the cameras. So that's why I wanted to do another trailer. We, yeah, we got new cameras like halfway through and I want and the they're just unbelievable. And this trailer actually it does it, it's more like what the movie's like, right. which is like a like my main thing about the movie. Now that we're talking about the movie, I'll give you my little pitch Do on your it. Thing. My main thing on the movie is that it not be VH one, behind the scenes, right. the right. trials and tribulations. They're there and they're in the movie and you know, there's ups and there's downs and there's nervous breakdowns and there's cocaine right. addictions and all the things that would be around a band for twenty five years. But if you look at the trailer, I mean, the movie is meant to be a hell raise. You know, the movie is meant to be like when I was a kid, sometimes a rock and roll movie would come through town. The ACDC movie is one that I really remember. I don't know if you guys saw that one in the late Mm-mm. 70s. And these movies were not like the VH1 template. You know, these movies are like hanging out with a band for two hours. Right. You know, having right. fun, rock and roll on the road. I was a kid. I knew I would never be able to play an instrument. I just loved music. And so it was great to go see a, a movie where you're, it's like you're smoking and drinking and on stage and doing all the things that these guys do. You didn't and, want to, like, take them to a castle in England and yeah, well, hang out with them like song remains. <laughs> well, no. The, I, went, I was, don't think that I didn't think about, don't think I didn't think about putting Kevin Kenny on a horse. Right? Oh, <laughs> having to run down a beach. Because I did. But, hey, but, man, is this really necessary? <laughs> <laughs> I, on a horse. I mean, Eric, I'm not saying, I mean, if you want me to, but I'm just saying, but, <laughs> but that's the whole idea. Yeah. It's, 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 well, it's, that's kind of the vibe we want for our podcast too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, you're hanging out with musicians yeah. and you're, yeah. And they've let me get so close to them on stage. Yeah. I mean, we've had only a couple of arguments about it, but, um, you know, <laughs> some of the footage, like, this is what I'll say is I don't like when you're watching a concert movie or a show or anything, all these shots of the audience. Like, if I go to a show, I don't turn around and look while the, the show is going on and go, hey, what's the audience doing? I have no interest <laughs> right. in the people around me. I'm at the show, and I'm watching the band. So it's not that kind of thing. Where it's, So a lot of it, I mean, a, a lot of it, I'm standing between Kevin and Tim or standing between Kevin and Mac or bet- at Kevin's back right here in front of the drums. Yeah. And so the idea is to really... You ever really, feel weird about that, though? I mean, I, I felt weird, especially yeah. when Tim Nielsen yells at me after a show. I feel weird about it. But <laughs> Well, there know. is a little clip in that trailer where he says, I got the fucking camera in my face. Yeah. Were they he talking about you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, that was me holding the camera. Like, I know, know but I wasn't sure if he was referencing something else. Well, I mean, I, you know. he... I, I've, if there's anybody that I've ended up sort of... First of all, let me say, in this year, the fact that I have not fallen off a stage yeah. or unplugged the show or kicked, <laughs> kicked somebody's you know, loop pedal into the crowd, is the fact that that has not happened <laughs> has yeah, been what? a minor miracle. Well, Tim seems but like I a have, pretty intense guy. He is. Yeah. And yeah. I have, well, that's the beauty of the band. You know, it's, yeah. you got Kevin with his hippie, you know, hey, you know, whatever, everybody <laughs> loves everybody, everything. Yeah. And then you got Tim who's like, where's the fucking money? You know, right. and that's, what, that's <laughs> right. why the band works, you know, yeah. because you've got, yeah. you know, sort of the two types of personalities, but I have accidentally run into Tim oh, a yeah. couple of times and, and during sort of important, it's never fucked anything up, yeah. but um, the thing about Tim and he is a really good friend of mine is that he will just, he'll let you have it with both barrels right there. Yeah. And, but then five minutes later, 
Everything's cool. You yeah, come right. over to my house to watch the game. Right. You know, it's it's like that. I mean, it took me a while to realize that because I take things personally. See, I'm, pr- I'm pretty non-confrontational. I would have had one little argument. I'd be like, all right, we're shutting <laughs> it down. <laughs> I threw a, I did throw a hissy fit after one of them, <laughs> and then I got and we made up very quickly thereafter. Yeah. But because I was like, Why hey not? man, I'm fucking busting my ass yeah. here, and yeah. you know, hey, I but, asked you if I could do this, and you yeah. said yes. So right, uh, yeah. you know, it, it is that's a tough yeah. that's a tough thing right there because yeah, you asked them. Well, you went to them, but right. they've agreed to do it, and right. Right. you know you open those doors. And, and it's my hard whole to... thing has always been: look, this is going to be a pain in the ass while it's happening, but then when it's over, it's over. So I got to get what I've got to get yeah. now, so that we can make a really good, cool movie. Because yeah. it's not going to do any good just to make a movie that. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, where does this, this thing ends up? At the end of the day, at the merch booth, right? But I mean, it shouldn't be made to be at the merch booth. It right. shouldn't be made for people who are already fans. It should be made so that if it's on VH1 one night or something like that, and you've never heard of this band, it's still a really cool movie. It's a fun movie, and within that, you get turned on by the band. In order yeah. to make that happen, I can't do um, a safety shot, a shot from the left, a shot from the right, and something in the middle, and just keep going back and forth. I gotta. You know, really put people in a place that they're mm-hmm. not usually at. But getting to what you were about getting in the way, we were talking about earlier, they don't have a set list. That means that Tim has to read Kevin a lot. And yeah. if I'm in between them, <laughs> you know, the out like moment. 45 yeah. seconds before a song, and Kevin calls a song that they haven't played since 1994, yeah. you know, and they're <laughs> looking goes, at each really? other like, you know, yeah. there's like a lot of, you know, they want to know, you know, what key, blah, 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 all this right. kind of stuff. And I, I can be in the way at times. So it's, a, it's not as if I don't. Right. Really, actually, deserve to be yelled at every once in a while. <laughs> Sometimes I do. So, Eric puts out the trailer on Facebook, and then right. I get a text from which I saw you put it out, but I just didn't watch it right mm-hmm. away. And uh, well, thank you for the urgency. I appreciate you. And then, well, <laughs> no, actually, I watched it as soon as I saw it. I you know that you're that kind of person. Well, you know what happened? Yeah. I saw I'm it. I watch was, it as soon as I get home. <laughs> I trust I believe you, Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what happened? I was on my iPhone checking Facebook, and it wouldn't let me play it on iPhone. You can't. No, it won't. Yeah, it won't play it on iPhone or iPad. Yeah. No. So I, you know, like a too. like the lazy guy I am, <laughs> ugh, I guess I got to go in the office and get on the computer. Right. Um, so Brian texts me and says, "Have you seen the you know the trailer?" Uh, look, twenty. He knew the way. Yeah, right like, when it starts, twenty-two seconds. <laughs> what did you write? You just said uh, Tim slides exactly down. It. Well, not really, but Tim slides down a banister. And then he says, let me know your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and there it was. Uh, you know, the backstory is Driving and Crying did uh, Two Faces Radio. What was that? Last, oh, I don't know, a few months ago. When was it? Yeah. And Brian gave spring. him I don't know. Uh, Two Faces Radio t-shirts. Gave the band Two Faces yeah. Radio t-shirts. And, uh, yeah, there's a little clip in there in the new trailer yeah. of Tim sliding down a railing. And you can just see. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, I mean. He's I, wearing a Two Faces Radio t-shirt. I can't believe I spotted it. That was a show, I think, that was just after they were here. And he wore it in another show. I know there's at least two shows that I shot. Nice. Tim was wearing the Two Faces Radio. And our ratings have just. And my first. Uh, well, wait till the movie comes out. My yeah. first thing when I saw him after that, because I was not here. That was their first appearance on Two Faces Radio. Yeah. I, of course, had appeared here twice before. Yes. <laughs> and I said, well, I've never received We didn't we get them until after. Shirts. Likely story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do I want At Eric least. wearing <laughs> a Two Faces Radio t-shirt? We didn't have them. But uh, what if he wears one out to watch the regular guys eat? What are we going to do then? <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, I had to watch the whole – I actually watched the whole trailer. That was actually the second time I was watching the trailer because the first time I watched it – 
and I couldn't uh, – it wouldn't enlarge it for me until right. I, like, went to – Vimeo? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I could watch it full screen. So mm-hmm. I went to watch it the second time. No, that's I when be, I noticed I don't it. think full screen is the best place. I mean, it looks kind of crappy, full screen. Do it look good? Look pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I thought it looked fine. I want to preserve the integrity of that – I hear you. That visual. I think, no, I I think Kevin good. had a good time when he was here on our, on our show. I he, think he did. Yeah. He did not bring us a lamp, but <laughs> I know, yeah. he brought up. He did say, the next time I come in, I will bring you guys a lamp. Right. So I guess that's something. Right. We should, and I know that we, we, I wanted him to come in, do it with me, like where me and Kevin would come in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now we're starting to do stuff like that. We, right. did, we crashed well, the uh, radio uh, show, yeah. The Best Of. Which I didn't listen to all of it, but it was... Kevin <laughs> is really funny. He I, is, Did man. you hear the stuff about the vampire shows and shit? I yeah. Mean, he's funny. Yeah. That's what I caught, and I'm glad I caught he that. He is really funny. He and, is. um I so you know. Did I tell you about this? That was know, on he, Monday morning, right? You guys. Well, we were going to do it Monday, but the thing is, I had not been <laughs> to sleep. Literally, when the Tabernacle show ended... Um, oh, yeah, that was Sunday night. So I got out of there at actually 2 in the morning, about 1 o'clock, one thirty right. in the morning. Yeah, on you should have met me out at Steak and Shake. I, I was... had not, <laughs> literally, I had not slept one second since I woke up on Christmas morning for Christmas yeah. till after the, the show that was the day after Christmas was over. Because I had to drive back up and everything. And so I was like, Kevin, I can't. I'll just be. Yeah, totally. I was seeing things. Like yeah, I was yeah. hallucinating when I was yeah. driving home. Well, even when I heard that you so guys we did it on Tuesday, we're going to do it on Monday, and I knew the show was Sunday night. I was like, really? I'm sure they want to do. This? You would think it would be that's Kevin who said. called it off, but it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. It was me. <laughs> I, that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said to you, and then you said like, mm-hmm. Ke- the, he, Kevin probably just won't go to sleep. He'll right. probably just right. show up. You know. Well, that was his idea. He called me. And goes, hey, you know what we should do? We should go in. And we should, you know, we should go on uh, just the show on Monday. And he just, I was like, you know, I'm off. I'm not working. Yeah, yeah, but we go in anyway, right? I mean, whose show it is? I mean, whose show is right, it? I mean, right. Man up. You know? I like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, wake up and go in. Go pick him up and right. wake up. But we had you, fun. I enjoyed doing that stuff. And then you, whenever I do stuff like that, I have cameras. So it's just an excuse to get. You didn't podcast content. that day. I doubt it. No, yeah. I don't think so. I think it's just out there for those who heard it. And right. then you know, that's how all radio used to be. Because I cheat. You know? I always right. pod. I always listen to your. Well, podcast. Two we were things. still doing best ofs. We were just kind of yeah, coming I in know. and out before and after. Two things about Kevin. One is he, he is funny. I mean, he, he told some great stories and he tells them well. Yeah. Because you can have good stories and then not be able to pull them right, off. Right. And he does. The other thing about him is he seems really straight up and honest and like I have no reason to lie or bullshit about anything. Mm-hmm. And we went out. After he came in here, we went out to hit Kevin Kinney's truck stop, well, I was which bring that up. was at which was one of our which was both of one of our favorite shows of this past year. It was a cool night yeah. at the dark Ten horse. High, Ten, ten High, Sorry, ten high right. right? The old Dark Horse. And I happened to have a chance to see him and just say hi real quick. And he said he had listened to the show. He's like, oh man, yeah, listen to it, you know, whatever. And he, he's like, it was really good, you know. Like, he was, and it was kind of funny because I, I didn't know that he would necessarily listen to it. Right. And I don't think he knew he would necessarily listen to it. And I think he just went to check it out. I don't know. He must have had some time. And, right. and again, like, I don't think he would, like, say, because he mentioned a couple things about, it, like, it was funny and it was right. this and that. Yeah. So uh, that He's was a good-hearted cool soul. He's a good-hearted yeah. soul. I'm glad that I know him through all of this. I'm glad yeah. that I've, like, I've made out of, hopefully I'm making a really good movie. But I've made some really good friends. I mean, yeah. with yeah. the band. And, I mean, they're really, really Really fun to be around, and you know, there's drama just like any other job or workplace, which yeah. is what a band is—the is workplace, you know. But you know, they're they're if you're stuck on the side of the road, 
and Kevin Kenny or Tim Nielsen or one of these hey guys man, drives you need by, a ride? they're going to stop and they're going to help you. And they're going to, I mean, they're good and if people. it's Kevin Kinney, you won't get in. But if you didn't know, if you didn't you want some help? No, we're waiting for proper authority. You sure, man? <laughs> I got plenty of, <laughs> I got some booze. You want some booze? You're right. How, how, um, I don't know how to put this. I'm going to put it this way and see if you understand what I'm saying. How, uh, Blanche was your cart oh. when you did the movie. Well, I'm still doing it. I'll tell you, this is interesting. <laughs> Blanche was your cart. <laughs> Meaning, like, Meaning how much was... access did you have? I have. Well, we knew exactly what you were talking about, right? but I kind of liked it. How <laughs> Blanche was my cart. Yeah. Very. Yeah. But the thing is, I, like, when you go back to. Um, I mean, were there moments like, when you were like, I don't feel like I should be here right Yeah. Now. Well, there's a couple There's a couple things. I've gotten to know them better over time, so I feel more comfortable. I've probably gotten some of my best footage in the last three or four or five months. Right. Because it really took that long to really, really get, you know, sort of on the inside right. and, and, and stuff. So I've gotten a, a lot more uh, as, as we've gone along. From the very beginning, Kevin said, just don't – anything outside the hotel room, you right. know, is open, you know. But I – just like not wanting to be a VH1 template – I also don't want it to be like every documentary, and I don't want it to be like a reality. I'm not. I'm coming in from a different point of view. I'm not coming in from the, you know, like we don't take the band to the mall. You know, like reality. <laughs> right. Let's take the band to the mall right. and just shoot and see what happens. See and, you what know, happens if we drop I, them I, off in, uh, <laughs> in the middle of. Uh, I would like to see Kevin Kinney in a Brookstone store, though. That <laughs> right. that would be. Right. I mean, who's? I mean, well, I have wow, a goodwill. I have a goodwill. <laughs> You shoot Kevin Kenny. I shot him in a good well, bill. He's picking that's out his where lamp, he is. probably. He's right? buying his lamps right. and stuff like that. Um, so I, sometimes I think myself, like I'm not the, I'm not maybe even you could say a really good documentarian because I think most people like me have a nose for oh shit's getting shit's going down things are getting ugly. Right. I want to put a camera right there. Right. I don't necessarily have that instinct. I've had the camera in places that have been a little uncomfortable and stuff like that, but. It's not the way I'm seeing the movie play out. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm seeing the movie play out as rock and roll celebration yeah. and like uh like I'm the Leany Reef install for that band, you know, like it's you know but now you I missed yeah. Okay, yeah. well I she missed. was if you ever see Triumph of the Will or ever see those Hitler things that you see like the, the, the huge, big, like, her yeah. job was to make him look like a god. Okay. Right. You know, it's like so in a certain way, if you look in the uh, in the trailer in the middle of it, it says this is a propaganda film. I mean, we're we're, my job is to make them mythic. Right. My well, job is to make them, you know, up there. I, I shoot very tight. Very. Yeah. I've got there's there's stuff in this thing you would have no idea that there's forty five people in the crowd. You would think that they're they're that because the way that I shoot it, it's the way that I see rock and roll stars. And they're probably like. happy about that. They're they're, they're <laughs> big, you know, because it, it happens that way. Yeah. One night there's five hundred. And then you go some other small town. That's why on a Wednesday you, night. On a Wednesday night, <laughs> yeah. and you don't, you know, you don't know. You, well, you guys know this. Other, other, other people are in charge of selling tickets in other markets. You know, so you can leave a show that was done very well, and the people know how to sell tickets and they know yeah. how to promote a show. And then you go to another place, and they don't. Right. And like, I don't know, we sold fifteen before. We're looking for a big walk up. You right. know, it's like, well, yeah. did you? Well, do we anything? sent the message out on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the great thing about the, this band, and I don't want to talk about it the whole time, but is that. Kevin and Tim and those guys—they play like the room is full. Yeah, every single night. You know, we've talked about every that single before, night. And that's you know? hard. It's that's hard. hard to do. But Kevin closes his eyes, which he learned to do because—and this is another thing I learned. 
Man, you guys, as musicians, I never realized how much you put your life on the line. But you walk on those stages, you don't know who put those goddamn things up. You got lights over your head. You know, you walk on these festival stages in the summertime. You have no idea. We They did a show at Lake Lanier. Yeah. And nothing against those guys. They were open for Dirks Bentley or whatever. He's huge. Oh, yeah. And they were, and big, yeah. So it's right on the beach. And, I mean, you're looking at the stage, and you can see the buckle. And you can see where the beach is winning, you know, as far as, you know. And right. I, Kevin actually the show was just like he had glass signs like I just kept my my eyes closed I was scared as fuck I was fucking scared (laughs) (laughs) the stage was like a hundred feet in the air it was way up there not a hundred but I mean it was up there so um, so I, I've learned a lot of respect for all musicians through this. You know, it's like it's a lifestyle that I wasn't yeah. used to. Or hey, but then you never know what's in your milkshake either. So that's true. You can die at any time. <laughs> I know. I know. But who wasn't? I mean, a couple of musicians have been hurt like that. Things have fallen on them. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. You really have yeah, to trust definitely. people you don't know. You know, some singers have fallen right off stages and dislocated shoulders. Bing I'm, Crosby I've did done that. that. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Was yeah. that you? Oh. You Sorry. did that? I, Steve yeah, Tyler but it was a long time ago. <laughs> but I still feel it. He did it before Steve. Well, I was, it's interesting that you'd say, you're talking about the even the trailer as like a propaganda film. Because mm-hmm. one thing I was going to bring up about the trailer that I really liked was the uh, text. It was the, uh, yeah. Yeah. the text is very... That's the energy of the movie. Right, well, it's very different. And, it, mm-hmm. and now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of propaganda yeah. Yeah. You know, the text is it's, very it's, blocky it's and big and large. In a way. Yeah, it's got some subliminal kind yeah, of... Yeah, that's the... I mean, the, the energy of the movie is it's going to be tent-poled with eight or nine or ten great performances, you yeah. know, and then everything else is going to weave through. And I started it by thinking, just like everything else, well, it's 25 years, and I'll go back, and I'll get this person and that person. And there are people in it other than the band, obviously. But what I decided to do, uh, some of it because I'm doing a lot of the work, yeah. is I'm just going to tell the story the way... I, it's happened to me. You yeah. know, so where yeah. basically I went from like I've heard of this band, I respect this band, I know a little bit about this band to full immersion. Yeah. You yeah. know? And when you <laughs> I'm do the that, fifth <laughs> yeah. when you yeah. do that, it's like, well, maybe you get the seventh fact first and the first fact eighth and the fifth right. fact and, and that's how and I've had to digest the story that way. So that's the way I'm throwing the story right. out there. You know? That, that means, would, that means yeah. I would be a bad producer for this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be structured this uh-uh. way to, it's just it's gonna be great performances. <laughs> I'd be like, eh, I'm out. I'm out of the project. <laughs> Can't be part of this. <laughs> and I think that by the end it'll be like, Okay, well we've gotten the feel for the twenty five years, but I don't feel like it's my necessarily that I have to tell you about you know exactly what happened with well, yeah. the first drummer who left. It's a, whatever, it's a you know? snapshot right. in time. And, yeah, it's a, this know. is what they yeah, look like. This point, year twenty five. Yeah. You know? Well, uh, you know the the you said you changed cameras halfway through and all that stuff, and that was part of the new trailer. Maybe the purpose of doing the new trailer and everything. But I noticed some of the footage was actually the same. Yeah, and I didn't. It wasn't. It was exactly what you said. It was the text. And just the way it was presented and where the text came in and how the text was presented within the context mm-hmm. of the trailer that changed the level of – Right. I don't even know what it is. Uh, the Professionalism, the excitement. excitement yeah. It looks more know. like – well, it's, this trailer is more reflective of what the, the movie is further along now. Yeah. The other one was made right dead in the middle of the summer, and we did it for investors. We were going right. to a place, and the thing ended up falling apart. The idea was we were going to go into this bar in Charleston. Uh, one guy who had been offering me some money that I never saw. I thought I was going to get maybe you know a hundred thousand out of him at one point. Yeah. I never saw a dime of it, and they were going to put on a party for a bunch of his other friends who had money. Right. And as part of that, the band was 
going to show up, and we were going to show this trailer, the first one. Mm-hmm. And so I had to make that trailer at right. that time. I remember today. that. And yeah. I, I, you know, there was nobody in this bar. We got no money out of it, but I got a trailer out of it, which is fine. This yeah. one, I, we had, we wanted to do a trailer before the Tabernacle show. Yeah. So the, the heat was on to get it done by then. And then they showed it without sound because that's the way the oh. world is. <laughs> but, Son of a but, bitch! But yeah. I have a I have a second trailer, so that's the, yeah. <laughs> there you go. But there that's the go. energy. I mean, I'm glad you say that yeah. because that's the way the movies. It's not going to be like you know. And then she broke and she left, and you know, oh, I, yeah, I yeah. thought I was singing. You know, it's and really yeah. good. Music be, comes just, in. It's got to be like a good mixtape. You know, start yeah. with a good song here, and then a power song, and then maybe a mid tempo, and then maybe a little, and then and through that weaving, just you know, right. raucous behavior and good stories. And there's a lot of comedy in it. I mean, I, I want at the end of this, I want it to be able to be put in two categories: music, comedy. <laughs> comedy. Good. <laughs> All right. The Those other are the two things I like. The other thing I want to say, well, you brought it up. Yes. But if we're going to kind of put a cap on driving and tr- yes. crying yes. talk. I know it's all that I think about, but I'm sure other people have other things yeah. in our mind. Sure. <laughs> Whether we it's get taken to them up or not, a lot, it's taken up a lot of your life. It, it, it last, is. You know. It is my life. That's like I all hate I can, those motherfuckers. <laughs> all I can talk about is podcasting. <laughs> um, but that, yeah. The, going back to our list of great shows, yes, that truck, the Kevin Kenny's uh, truck stop. Yeah. Was a yeah that a was a point. great night and I wanted to ask you because Kevin's set which who was the musicians on stage it was uh, probably uh, it Mac, wasn't it was Mac well Mac was playing Mac is usually there that Mac night. because he wasn't here but then it was a different bass player it was and a different, different bass player guitarist no wait oh no, Tim, Tim, no, Tim, Tim was, there, was there Tim was there yeah Tim was oh, there yeah, he was. it was a different drummer oh it's Anton all. Fear bald. I don't remember. The ball guy, he's one of the best drummers. I mean, he's unbelievable. And he um, he basically drummed on the second album because he produced the second album. And Jeff was just coming in. Jeff Sullivan right. was just like just coming out of, uh, what was Black Crow's called back then? Mr. Crow's Garden. Mr. Crow's Garden. He was oh, like 17 years old. And so as he came in, this he Anton Fear was a drummer and he was producing. Huh. And it... That's, well, this anyway, so nicely from our last podcast with Steve Gorman, the drummer of the Black Rose. Well, there you go. <laughs> so uh, it's I think uh, I think it was Anton Fear, who's okay. an amazing drummer. Um, He's well, the guy actually that's in the trailer in Black and White. Oh, never mind. <laughs> he asked me why'd you ask? <laughs> we'll that, see. Why'd you ask that question? The, uh, the set that they did or he did with that yeah. band that night was was the best great. I have ever seen him okay. with driving driving crying or not. Yeah, he's. And I mean, his voice was different. He was belting it out. I mean, yeah. it was like a heavy rock. We show. didn't know any of the songs. And we he didn't know any of the songs, but they were all great. Like, and I was he like, just grabbed I, onto him immediately. I was like, "What is this?" You yeah, know? I was like, it was "Holy great. shit!" That's what he does in New York all the time. Well, he, that's every the Monday, shit. Tuesday, Wednesday, somewhere in New York City, you can see him with five or six other musicians, and they're all working out. And right. a driving and crying song will pop up, and then something he's working on for a new album. He's He's got a concept for a new Driving and Crying album right now. He's also finishing up a solo right. album, which probably a lot of what you saw Hopefully, maybe because from that. And he has a lot of great solo albums. Yeah. I mean, Kevin, I mean, check out Broken Hearts and Auto Parts from oh, 2000. I, I mean, I talked to him about that. Unbelievable. That's a great album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. But, I mean, that whole set, I mean, it was probably a good 
you know, 40, eight to ten tunes. Yeah, it was like a 45 And everyone was just maybe. a kick-ass rock tune. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know, I mean, I've had a good time seeing, seeing Driving and Crying, too. Right, but right. I was like, wow, this is really up my alley, you know? No, he's spe- so, he, he can, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. I love knowing that guy because it's, I feel like I know T.S. Eliot or something. It's fun. <laughs> well, and he's it's fun. He, 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 he texts funny things. It's, 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 it's just cool. <laughs> There's some people I'm Facebook friends with just because they do put out some great <laughs> right. shit. Right, yeah. Know? There's a couple of people myself, too. <laughs> so what do you say? Anybody have outside of we've we've done yeah. our driving and crying promotion for sure. Well, and hopefully uh, Kevin will be back in at some point too. Yeah, um, I like him. Maybe. What other shows? Anybody have some uh, outstanding? A lot of the shows that I wrote, that I physically wrote. Hi everybody, this is Ira. You are listening to the 2010 Two Faces Radio Year in Review Show. This is the end of part one, and part two is coming right up. You're just going to have to go back to our website or to iTunes and uh, download or just listen to that one. Uh, we talked for a long time here. It was about a three-hour podcast, so I decided to split it into two, obviously. And uh, that'll be coming right up, so check it out. If you're listening to this on our website, you can always listen to it on iTunes as well. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes. And you can also find us on your mobile phones, no problem, on uh, iTunes. So uh, look for part two coming uh, coming up. Thanks a lot for listening. Save it for the show. <laughs>